from, uh, I think it came out in like 1998. Yeah. Two, that is pretty ancient. It's pretty old, but I've got <sighs> these, uh, a whole bunch of mods installed that make it look at least passably good. Mm-hmm. Actually, it looks really good for, for how, a 98 game for how old it is. Yeah. But it's one of those sort of, they call it an, an immersive sim. It's the same vein as like Dishonored. Okay. Or it's it's one of the games that inspired games like that, where it's first person. It's like a sort of loosely an RPG, and really story heavy. There's usually stealth. Nice. All my favorite shit, dude. Yeah. All my favorite. I shit. gotta get back on Dishonored. I started playing it before it was fully downloaded, and I got. You know how my internet is. So when it said, ready to start, I made yeah. it about 10 minutes into the game. Yeah. And it was like, we need to download more. It was like, it was in, like oh, okay. In six days, check back when the rest yeah. is done. Like, I, I have Destiny 2 downloading today okay. for the third day straight. <laughs> oh, my God. And I felt really uh, bad because yesterday uh, my wife started going back to the office. <clears throat> oh, really? Uh, on a couple days. There's no one there. Wow. We live across the street. Okay. And the internet there is about 10 million times better. Oh, that's... So when she's got a really work-heavy day, yeah. like she'll pop in there for a couple hours, get a bunch of shit done, and then come home. It's a no-brainer. And after the fact, I started thinking, like this morning, I was thinking, yesterday our internet was probably slow because she uses the Xbox to watch some nothing show in the background. Mm-hmm. It was probably downloading that game all day in the background uh, and chewing up all the bandwidth. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. think about that Probably. On my way over here this morning, I'm like, oh, no. Like, I don't know why the internet was so <laughs> slow. It's my fault. Dude. And then I think back and I go, yeah, but I had two uninterrupted hours. I cranked out like 11 programs. I did like yeah. a bunch of other stuff. I'm like... Yeah. Maybe if we just download a lot of games, whether yeah. we need them or not. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, because my internet is amazing now, <laughs> I've, uh, what I've started doing is just going through Game Pass. Dude, yeah. And because I can download a game now, instead of 10 hours, it takes like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm going to download this and see if I'm interested in playing it because it's free. Yeah. Because before it was like, like it had to meet a certain level of criteria to invest the time to download it yeah. and try it out. But I'm like, oh. Am I sure I will play this if I yeah. spend two days downloading it? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can download this in 10 minutes, play it for, you know, 30 minutes, see if I like it. And if I don't, just uninstall it. Yeah. So I'm, that's what I'm doing now. Because I've got all these games just sitting there that are free that I'm mm-hmm. paying 10 bucks a month for. So I might as well yeah, see if I might as well play. try them all. There's a. Are you a Lord of the Rings guy? We've never talked yeah, about. Yeah, I'm a Lord of the Rings guy. Are you? I like Lord, I'm not like a super Lord of the Rings guy. Sure, but there I are very those, much enjoy the genre. There are those out there. Uh, something of Mordor was on Game Pass. Shadow. So Shadow there's of, Shadow of Mordor and there's Shadow of War, which is the newer one. Ew. And that's the one that I downloaded from Game Pass. I think it just went on. Though the old one was on there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's super fun, dude. It's basically like Assassin's Creed in Middle Earth. Oh, you, dope. Yeah. You get to sneak around <laughs> yeah. and, and kill orcs or right. just straight up combat, which is really fun, too. Yeah. It's pretty great. 
All right, I'll check that one out. You too. should definitely try it. The list gets longer. Longer and longer. Uh, the list gets longer. The time gets shorter. For real. Like, I have no time. Mm. Uh, I still have Dishonored 2, mm. which you recommended, what, like six months ago now? Something like that. And I down, I'm downloading Destiny 2. I downloaded Fallout, whatever, the for Vegas. Oh, dude, Fallout Vegas. to Vegas is awesome. Yeah. It's a great game. All right. So I got that one, too. You'll love that. It's a little older. That's fine. So you'll have like a little period of sort of getting used to the jankiness of it. Yeah. But if you liked Outer Worlds, it's it literally did. that, but bigger and... And, and post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. It's awesome. I love that. All it's right. Awesome. That's cool. You'll like it. You'll like it a lot. Shall we talk about fitness things? For I love talking about fitness things. It's Let's one of do my, it. One of my favorite uh, topics to discuss which is probably why we have a podcast dedicated to it. Probably. Where we do that for 30 minutes at a time. You know, seeing twice as a week. how many of these start with us having a random behind-the-scenes conversation about video games, uh-huh. we might want to start thinking about a video game podcast we could for unqualified probably, opinions. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably uh, edit the first... We could probably just talk for 30 minutes before we start mm-hmm. and then chop it, and chop it in half and then we have two podcasts that we record in one sitting you know that is not a bad idea a lot. it's an efficient use of time I think. is going on guys welcome back to the big freaking health coach podcast i'm big freaking neil and i'm joined of course as always, every week for some video game talk, some <laughs> fitness talk, and who knows what else, my business partner, buddy, brain twin, health coach Kane. Hey, big guy. What's up, man? I'm good. After, what, 30-odd episodes, I just added a little bit to our intro, and I yeah, liked it. It was good. I felt like it brought the energy up a little bit. It did. And that flowed very nicely. That was just a smooth runway right into the episode. Who would have thought I had more to give? (laughs) You know, you constantly surprise me. Right. (laughs) I surprise myself. Speaking of surprises. Speaking of surprises, I have some great news for you. I'm very excited to hear your great news. I'm really fired up about it. (laughs) Full disclosure, Alex heard about my great news immediately via text. Mm -hmm. You were the first person I told. But uh, I discovered that Bang makes an energy drink that I can have right now on prep. Wow. It is. No more of that over stevia garbage that you were concocting in your kitchen like an amateur chemist. So, (laughs) yes. So it is sweetened with stevia, but uh, people much smarter than me have dosed it properly so that it doesn't (laughs) taste like garbage. (laughs) And... uh, there's nothing weird in it. It's wild. I, I scoured the ingredient list and literally it is, there's no artificial colors. There's no artificial sweeteners. It is stevia. It is natural caffeine. Mm-hmm. It is EAAs and electrolytes. Well, hot damn. That is it. What flavor is it? This is mango bango. I love the sound of that. Right? It's right up your alley. It rhymes. Yeah. The name of the company is in the flavor. Yeah. Bang. Mango Bango. Everything about that is perfect. So, probably, I bought a 12-pack of these Mm -hmm. of one flavor. 
But probably by the time we record next week, I'll have had them all mm-hmm. and be on to another flavor. Lovely. As far as I know, there are three flavors of these. There's the mango bango. I saw a uh, some type of apple. Uh-huh. And... There's always an apple flavor. There is. And a... a <laughs> You know the rose, the frosé rosé or whatever. Yeah, there's a natural version of that. Dope. Which all right, all right. Give me, them all a try. Make we'll me feel them. fancy. Sipping on my rosé. I uh, did what not did go you the bring? same route. So I actually got this because, well, I guess our buddy Chris Piontek. Now you guys have been talking a lot on yeah. social media. I think he's in prep too. He's the man. Shout out to Chris. Yeah. If you guys don't follow Chris, Chris has actually some really great mindset and inspirational content on his Instagram. Please go follow him. Plus, his family is just the cutest, most awesome family ever. Nice. Um, but he's been posting a lot about this rain inferno, and he I've always put the dope seen flames this. around it. Yeah. Um, full disclosure. I may or may not have drank one of these earlier in the day. It was a different, it was like Red Dragon or something like uh-huh. that. It was very good. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the True Blue flavor. Okay. And, you know, it's got a bunch of, it's 10 calories, but it's got so, mostly zeros across the back. Do you know the difference between the Inferno and the traditional rain? Uh, the amount of caffeine, I would believe, has okay. 300 milligrams of caffeine in it. So does rain. Oh, then what is the Inferno? Where's the inferno coming from? Is there some the, uh, additional metabolic boosting right? something or another like that that they claim? Probably. Reduced fatigue accelerates metabolism, helps burn calories. Doesn't Probably help some additional stimulant would be my guess, or I would assume so. Ginseng something. extract, L-citrulline, caffeine, L-carotene, green tea extract, capsicum. Oh, that's what it is. That's a uh, that is cayenne extract. There we go. There we go. That takes the inferno. Boys. The Let's inferno. Oh, I missed it. I missed the sound. The sound. Sniff test. Mm. For sure, blue raspberry. Solid flavor. Okay. I wholeheartedly approve. I'm gonna give this like a four point six. Four point seven. Four point seven. That's a really good rating, dude. Is that your highest rating? Ever? Uh, Dreamsicle got an 11. Oh, that's right. Orange Dreamsicle. Yeah, because that's um, irreplaceable. There was one other one that I gave like a 4, four 8, eight, eight or 4, or 9 or something nine. like that. It was yeah. pretty much a 5. Cool. I can't remember what it was. I'd have to go back and listen again. Uh, so, keep in mind that my, my taste buds are skewed mm-hmm. because I have not experienced this for weeks. Yes. Uh... That's really, really good. <laughs> I'm going to have to go. And you know, like... Should we put you on a prep scale? So there's like the normal scale of 1 to 5, and now you're on the prep scale of 1 to 5? Probably. All right. Yeah, probably. Uh, so prep scale, we're going to go... <sighs> okay. So prep scale, we're going 4.8. All right. Regular. And for those of you who this is your first episode, prep scale is in reference to Neil's prepping for a uh, bodybuilding show. He's about five weeks out at the time of this recording. So he is, what are you, 6% body fat already? Five? I have measured, but I'm low. I can see the veins 
on his calves from across the room already is how lean Neil is. So who cares about numbers? It's looking pretty good so far. I'm yeah. pretty sure you're on track. Yeah. It's, <laughs> all indications would say so, which is good. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Four, four, eight on the prep scale? Four, eight on the prep scale. Dope. Fat boy, big freaking Neil scale. I would probably give it more like a... 3.9. Right, so it's just about a, like a one point boost because you haven't had sugar in like yeah, three weeks, four just weeks. Just because there is a little <clears throat> detectable stevia taste, All right. which is completely, it's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. You I mean, can't get away from it. But right now, oh man, it hits the spot. <laughs> hits the spot. I love it. What else are we discussing? We got cues. And A's today. Q's and A's? Yeah. I oh mean, my gosh. technically the Q's aren't ours, so we should probably True. bring something to the equation. True. Um, although the... What if we just shrugged when people ask questions? And they were like, hey, do, what do you do with this thing? I'm like, I don't know. What yeah, do you think? Give Have it a you shot. Googled it? Like, <laughs> Try it. Try it out. Just trust the internet. That's a great idea. <laughs> um, probably... People would stop listening to our Q&As, would be my guess. Agreed. I would stop listening to our Q&As. Immediately. <clears throat> okay. What's our first Q? We got uh, quite a few Qs today. I love uh, it. Let's start with a, a doozy. This is a, a pretty common question. Mm-hmm. One that I have an interesting relationship with right now as well. Um, is cardio required to lose fat? No. Nope. Simple answer is no. Um, cardio is a good practice for your general health. Obviously, aerobic conditioning is important. For sure. But when it comes to fat loss, it's actually the least impactful factor of fat loss. There, there is no requirement that you do cardio to lose fat. Yeah. Stick with your calorie deficit. Make sure you're strength training to maintain your lean mass. And then the excess post-exercise oxygen consumption that comes from strength training, or Mm -hmm. EPOC for short, which is just about the best little abbreviation ever. Solid acronym. Um, That's the thing that's going to keep your metabolism boosted for up to 48 hours after, and you'll burn way more calories that way than you ever would have walking on a treadmill. Yeah. Um, Neil, would you like to take the prep answer for that? So, the thing about cardio is it... Basically, it, it burns calories, and it, it can help you create a calorie deficit. If your nutrition is, is on point, just as you said, it is not a requirement. You should be in a calorie deficit regardless. Now, the prep answer is when you are going from extreme leanness to even more extreme leanness, uh, it gets really complicated because you need a sizable calorie deficit. You also have a certain amount of protein you need to eat so you're not wasting muscle. So now you're in a situation where you need to be able to eat a certain amount of calories just to hit those basic needs and to function as a person. Mm -hmm. Uh, So creating the deficit through taking calories away becomes just like no longer an option. Yeah. So... I'm in that boat currently. Can't bring my, my calories any lower than they are, and I wouldn't want to, um, and I shouldn't have to. So the deficit, not not the entire deficit, but uh, any more of a deficit that I need, at this point I'm creating through cardio. 
Yeah. Because you have to. Because I have to. You're at a point now where you can no longer sacrifice calories. So yes. to create a larger deficit, you have to do a low impact, long yes. duration activity. And that's the, that is the emphasis, guys. It's not, I'm not running. I'm not sprinting. I'm not. It is not interval training. No, I am getting my heart rate between 115 and 125 mm-hmm. average of 120 and I'm keeping it there for a long period of time it's enough to where if I'm hoodied up which I usually am I'm sweating pretty good and I'm breathing hard enough that uh, if I'm talking to somebody on the phone they're gonna wonder what's wrong but I can still hold the conversation so that's a good barometer. It is a good barometer. You should still be if you're shooting for that sort of what would that be zone two? Yeah, one or two somewhere one, in there. One, one to two. If you're aiming for that heart rate zone, um, you should still be able to speak. You shouldn't be so out of breath that you couldn't hold yeah. the conversation. And like full sentences too, right? Not like sentence fragments. Yeah, and like <gasps> not one word answers while you fight for breath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay, a solid answer. But that is definitely the advanced version of that answer, for sure. Mm-hmm. 99.9% of people listening disregard that part of the answer, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah. Focus on your nutrition yep. and your strength training. Yep. Absolutely. I like this uh, normal rating, prep rating, normal answer, prep answer. It's kind of a nice little dichotomy that it's we have cool. going. It's a I cool like dynamic. It a oh, man. Okay. Moving on. Uh, speaking of prep, why do some bodybuilders use compression slash experience swelling? Um, I'm not, is that like blood occlusion? Is that like, I think they're talking more like, uh, water, water retention, water retention, not like compression gear or anything like that. I'm not sure. This is a weird question. So. I'm thinking what the question is, is specifically compression, like com- compression socks to help avoid mm-hmm. bloating of ankles and stuff. Yeah. That's the, that's the impression I'm getting from this. Um, I don't know. You shouldn't be experiencing that. It, bodybuilders oftentimes will manipulate sodium and water intake leading up to a show, which can make your water levels do all kinds of crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um. I know that the, the consensus now and also the philosophy that I will be following leading up to peak week is to not do a whole ton of that and instead just be as shredded as possible. Um, there are things last minute that you still need to do to minimize water retention and get rid of the last little layer of water that you might have. Um, but as far as like sodium loading and then cutting sodium to zero and and doing all this crazy stuff with your water intake it's it's very old school and it's increasingly less popular and for good reason it's it's dangerous and it's not oftentimes it backfires and you end up with things like swelling yeah so i mean it's not something that you would want to just wing on your own you should definitely have a coach supervising and guiding you through something absolutely which is big part of the reason why i have one so Okay, let's see. Um, 
What is your favorite thing about fall, buddy? Baseball postseason. Hands down. I'm not surprised at all. That, is, that is my absolute favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, all roads <laughs> lead to October, baby. <laughs> uh, my Yankees just got into the ALDS. There's a really Congrats. messed up playoff structure this year. The postseason's kind of weird because it's like a half season because right. of COVID. Right. So even if we win... Even as a diehard Yankee fan, I don't think if we won a World Series this year, I would consider it a legitimate World Series for a 60-game season instead of 162 games. Dude, that is crazy (laughs) that baseball seasons are 162 games. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. You're you're playing five, six nights a week. So when when baseball season's on, I know you're a big baseball guy. (laughs) I'm not. Do you follow every single game that your team plays? Um, most of them, and a lot of it's just like checking in. Like I won't watch the whole game because it's sure. three hours per game. Um, That's most seasons, I get the MLB TV package, so it's like a hundred and fifty bucks or something for a season. But you get all the games. And what's nice about that is not just that you can watch your team the entire time, but they also do condensed games. Like, 30 minutes after the game's over, you can watch a condensed version that's just pretty much every hit and every out. So I just did the math on that. Mm-hmm. 162 games by three hours is 486 hours yeah. a season. Yep. That would be a lot to watch. And nobody Divided got time Divided by 24, that's 20, 20 days. days. <laughs> 20 days <laughs> oh my God, of man. And that's just for, for one team, and that's before the postseason. Crazy. And I'm sure there are people... Even more diehard fans than you. Yes. That watch every single game. Every single one. That's and I don't know how they do it. Like, how do, how do you hold a job? <laughs> it's a full-time so like, job. Uh, I'll tune in for uh, specific matchups yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, whenever we play the Red Sox, I try to watch as much of those games as I can. Sure. The Red Sox sucked this year. I was so happy. <laughs> oh, my God. They fired their GM. They were so bad. Really? Yeah. Nice. Love it. Nice. Um... But yeah, so that's my favorite part of fall. It it all comes down to this, and you get to see how guys manage pitching rotations and fatigue and rotating injuries and things like that as they get through to the most important games of the year. Sure. Um, I don't really have a favorite part of fall. I don't know. I like uh, I like Halloween, Thanksgiving. Ooh, Thanksgiving. Oh God, yeah. I always. <clears throat> Is that fall still? I don't know. I count it, it as is. fall because like all the it is because December themed with like leaves and yeah. stuff like that. I always, for some reason I always think into November we're in winter time, but mm. first day of winter is like almost Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's like, like December, January, February. Yeah, it's like late December or, or at least mid December. Yeah. So oh, hundred percent. Dude, I'm so excited <laughs> that my show lands a few weeks before Thanksgiving. I was worried about you if it was going to be like a between Thanksgiving and Christmas show. You know, it's funny. There are like no bodybuilding shows then. (laughs) Shock. For good. Blown away by that. Very good reason. Oh, dude. It's going to be a good Thanksgiving this year. That's all all I'm going to say about that. Um, Related. Pumpkin spice. Yeah or nah. Dude, I know it makes me basic as hell, but I love it. I'm gonna spice is delicious. It's so good, and I, I will put it, it in everything. Like, like I'm unashamedly everything. down. 
And pumpkin pie is my favorite pie of all the pies. So the the uh, hashtag for this episode is definitely hashtag pumpkin everything. Yes, for sure. Yes, one hundred percent for sure. <laughs> Um, agreed. Yeah, I think pumpkin spice is amazing. Pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice anything, salmon, man. pumpkin spice turkey, pumpkin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Put it up. Pumpkin spice pizza. Put it up. I don't care. But like, let's do Probably it. Probably be good. I mean, there are people who put peanut butter on there. Oh, pizza on pizza. Again, I like peanut butter on a lot of stuff, but I don't think I could do that. Again, prep brain. That kind of sounds delicious. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Like a okay. So picture. Like a peanut butter and jelly pizza, where you got your crust, you got your peanut butter base instead of the sauce, or jelly base. Jelly base, and then just globs of peanut butter. Globs of peanut butter, like where the toppings would be. Mm-hmm. Dude, that'd be good. Dude, what if you did like jelly stuffed crust, Ooh. or peanut butter stuffed crust? Ooh. <laughs> oh, we need to stop talking about this. All right. Next question before Neil starts eating the microphone. <laughs> How much sleep are you getting? We so oh, recently buddy. recently Alex and I made a little pact. Uh we're we're trying to be each other's sleep coaches mm-hmm. or at least accountability buddies cuz neither of us sleep as much as we should. Yeah. And it's just being busy as full-time trainers. For me, it's also being in prep and having to get up and do things like cardio and... Uh, and not eat much. Yeah, you definitely have it worse than me. I mean... Like, for sure, hands down. We're both... We both need to sleep more than we do. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So how's, how's that been going? <laughs> I mean, it's all right. I try to find times to take naps whenever I can. But, like, you know, you want to spend time with... Your wife in yes. the evening for a little bit. So it's not like I'm going to go to bed at 8.30. Yeah. See, that's pretty much when I'm done training. <laughs> that's the problem. And I think as a trainer especially, typically your day is not going to end at 5. Mm-mm. Because that's when everyone else's day ends and that's when they want to train. Yep. So usually you're working till at least 7. Bare minimum. Home, 7.30, 8. Right? Mm-hmm. Then... Yeah, you're you want to actually spend that quality time and not just head straight to bed, mm-hmm. but that then you still have to get up early the next day. Yeah, that's the big so issue. It ends up being ten or eleven o'clock, and your alarm's still going off at four forty-five. Yeah, which is early, dude. And I'm not a morning person. Yeah, thank God I absolutely love my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only thing I'm like. Uh, everything sucks. Oh, but I get to train somebody. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do this. That definitely helps. Like I don't. I don't even take the time to make coffee wow. before I go out there. Because if I wake up the dogs, they wake up, and then oh, wife sure. has to wake up to deal with them. Sure. And I'm not gonna wake her up at five a.m. Dude, that's wow. I'm impressed by that. Yeah, yeah buddy. I don't know you're going coffee less at coffee free four forty five in the gym at five a.m. Uh, I would. I would do the same to avoid disrupting my wife's sleep, but I would definitely stop by like a Starbucks drive-thru. I would not go coffeeless. Dude, we're right down, uh, we live in downtown Seattle, so we're around kind of the Amazon campus, and a lot of those Starbucks don't open that early because they're there for the work crowd. Oh, sure. So there's there's a little bit more of a work crowd now than there was at the beginning of, of the uh, coronavirus pandemic mm. and everything, but they still don't open to like, Six or seven or something like that. Damn. Some of those places. That's so a, that's a late start for a coffee spot. Yeah. Jeez. 
Okay. Um, so sleep. Yeah, so we're sleep. Doing, we're right. doing mediocre at best. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not great. How many hours are you averaging, you think? Probably six. It's gotten a little better. It's not terrible. Like maybe maybe six. I'm about there too. I was at like four, which is bad. That's not great. Uh, yeah, I got like almost seven last night. I was nice. I was asleep by ten last night, so that helped. Oh, dude, that's great. That's that's a early night. Okay. Moving on. Is stability always a strength problem? No. Um, this question actually came from, I, I know the person this came from, we were talking about their ankle specifically when, when this came up. Yeah. Sometimes you just have underactive muscles. Sometimes you're just seated all day and yeah. things fall asleep. So in, in regard to the ankle, we were dealing with a pretty unstable ankle. It was supinating and kind of caving in. Okay. Sometimes all you have to do is very deliberate, intentional movement with it. And wake up a little bit of a mind-muscle connection. So we had him do um, heel-to-toe walks where you kind of calf raise up on your big toe and smoothly walk to your next one. Woke up all the nerves in his feet. Woke up a lot of the muscles in his feet and his ankle and his calf. And then stability just happened after that. So if he had done that and it had still been the same, then yeah, it would have been a strength issue. Sure. But but sometimes you can kind of... Inhibit overactive structures, activate underactive structures, and mm-hmm. you're good to go. Would you say uh, majority of the time it's a strength issue? Like, is that the exception to the rule? It depends on the joint. Okay. Um, so, like, shoulders, it's almost always a strength strength issue. Yeah. Like, even if you do loosen up overactive stuff, mm-hmm. usually the underactive things are also weak. Okay. Um, core stuff is usually a strength issue. Hip stuff is... About half and half. Yeah. Um, usually when you can wake up people's glutes, hip issues start to disappear. Ankles are more often sleepy than weak mm. in, in my general population experience. In other populations and rehab situations, it's different. Yeah. But yeah, so it kind of depends joint by joint, but it's always worth testing passive range of motion, active range of motion, and then trying to activate some things before you just start prescribing corrective exercise. Sure. And uh, that's one way you can tell a trainer who actually knows what they're doing from a corrective aspect versus someone who saw a cool video on YouTube and now wants to use it with everybody. Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. Cool. Solid answer. I got nothing to add to that. Um, Okay. A couple of prep questions for me. Get them. How would you describe your mental health right now during prep? And how does prep impact your relationships? So, I would say mental health is uh, up and down, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the uh, That's what has caught me by surprise most this time around, is the ups and the downs, because... There are days when I actually feel really, really good, even when depleted, like today. Today's a great day. I'm in a good mood. Um, Energy is not at an all-time high by any means, but it's not, you know, in the dirt. You haven't fallen asleep since we started recording. (sighs) Which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd call it a win. Um, But then there are days where I just hit a wall. That was yesterday. Yeah. Um, I sent you a text yesterday saying, dude, I, I feel like garbage. I can barely make it through my day. And yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a roller coaster, which is challenging. 
that's the biggest struggle. Um, you know, there, there are little tricks that I'm finding help with that, like sipping on black tea all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of caffeine. It's not as high as something like black coffee. It's giving you, uh, I think it's 50 milligrams per like 12 ounce serving. So, but it's enough of sort of like a, an IV drip of caffeine to keep the lights on. <laughs> and then it's packed with uh, antioxidants. It helps stabilize your blood sugar, which is a nice. big, That's huge, big, yeah. It's it's huge for when you're in a big calorie deficit, and that's a big part of why you have those mood swings and ups and downs is that your blood sugar is just tanked a lot of the time. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been implementing that, and that's helped. But I would say, yeah, the biggest struggle just dealing with the ups and downs. As far as relationships, uh for me specifically, I like to think it hasn't negatively impacted any of my relationships. It's it's challenging because sort of like what we were just talking about, you want to spend quality time. Mm-hmm. And when you're working till 7.30, 8 p.m., and then you also got to come home and you still have your second cardio session to do, it eats into some of that quality time, which can negatively impact relationships. The way that I've tried to combat that is dedicating certain days or certain chunks of days that I'm just as present as I can possibly be for the people in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, my A good example of that would be Sundays. Sundays I have just one cardio session instead of two. I don't train on those days. Um, so I'll get up I'll get my cardio session done first thing. And then the whole rest of Sunday is wife time. That's whatever the wife wants, uh, whatever she needs done around the house. I'm her guy on Sunday. It's non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Exactly. So I think making sacrifices like that and dedicating, just putting in the time for those relationships is, it makes a huge difference for sure. Because you never find time. You can only make it. Exactly. You're never going to find time. (laughs) Exactly. You said it. All right, buddy. Last one of the day. Should I force uncomfortable positions to reach parallel in my squat? Absolutely not. Agreed. Like, I mean, that you can make all kinds of adjustments to your stance, to things like your setup. You can go from high bar to low bar, wide stance to narrow. Like there are a lot of things you can try to make it more comfortable to get to parallel. Yep. But at no point should you do something like arching the hell out of your back or getting a really excessive forward lean or like, I mean, the list goes on and on of the different compensations you could make. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's not, it's not worth the trauma to your spine, pelvis, knees, whatever. No. Um, if you're a power lifter and you have trouble getting to parallel, you need to find something that's sustainable because the loads that you're going to be moving are going to be more than poor alignment can handle. Yeah. So powerlifting is somewhat of an exception just because there is a depth requirement. Mm-hmm. However, there's so many tweaks you can make to make that position more comfortable. Yeah. The biggest one that I see is just adjusting foot position, you mm-hmm. know? 
I some it, it, getting hit parallel in the squat is something that I used to struggle with actually a long time ago, um, and just by widening my stance a little bit, opening up my hips a little bit more, um, then it became no issue at all. Yeah. So there's a lot to play around with there. If there is just an underlying mobility issue and you can't get there, then you've got some additional work to do. Yeah. Some mobility work, some waking up of weak muscles Big more time. than likely. Um, but it's work that can and should be done. Mm-hmm. So general population, there's not even really a requirement that you get past parallel. No. Nope. If you can squat, feel it in the right muscles. Yeah. You're, you're pretty much good. You're golden. Um, Oh, there's another point I was going to make, but I can't remember what it was. It was along the same lines, though. So I don't okay. think we're missing anything. Yeah. Um, I think never, just as a general rule of thumb, I wouldn't force anything uncomfortable in any exercise. It shouldn't hurt. No. I mean, your muscles might hurt a little bit in, in the good way. Yeah. But nothing should feel like an uncomfortable position for your body. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. If you can... Get to parallel with a heavy load on your back, mm. but you can't get to parallel without it. Yeah. That's also a problem. Yeah. So you need to work on your mobility so that you actually have that range of motion. You're not just overstretching tight muscles. Yeah. Thanks to load. Thanks to gravity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Main old Mr. Gravity. Yeah, right. Um, cool. Yeah. I think that uh, pretty well covers that Q&A. I think so, too. Thank you for the questions. Keep sending them in, especially while Neil's on prep, because I love the prep brain questions that have been rolling in. It's been pretty solid. Yeah, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty solid. Uh, That's Big Freaking Neil. I'm Health Coach Kane. This has been the Big Freaking Health Coach Podcast. Yeah. We're really glad you guys are listening. So please like, share, tell your friends all about this. The more people we can help, the better. And we will catch you next time. Next time.